It's like a bunch of just shit just jammed in there. Nothing well organized no. or anything. Just fucking shit jammed. Shit jammed? That's what we're going to begin shit. today. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh, to Shit Jammers. That shit is, jamming. yeah, uh, that's how we start the podcast uh, this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we've been recording. Okay, Don't worry right. about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, this is uh, Jake Hookie. I'm now going to introduce myself every podcast at the beginning of the podcast because I did not do that for about the first, uh, first nine or so but we are celebrating a big podcast anniversary 10 no one thought we could, no one thought we could make it to 10 but ten. we are remember so that article that. in cheers the Chicago that. Tribune that was saying this podcast will never last 10 episodes surely it will not surely, 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 surely. it will not that's the kind of publications we get uh, Don't covering us and that was your beautiful sales boy Matt Brown of Blom Boy Blom Brothers Distillery <laughs> Blom Boys um, Blom Boys, Boys. <laughs> a Liverpool fan, um, all-around good guy, oh, purveyor so of whiskey that brings over some nice whiskey this week. What do you have today, yeah, Matt? Yeah, uh, that's Wilson Torres, uh, who also is the other co-host. Um, we did mention last week at the end, before we get into what we're drinking, um, before before that, we have, basically gave a five-minute rundown of how much we loved Phil from Cobol and oh, on the yeah, podcast yeah. this week, yeah. and people were highly anticipating that episode. I know they were. I got so many tweets about it, yeah. and not really, but... <laughs> um, that was me. Uh, so many tweets do, about it, and do, it was too many, too many tweets. Yeah, um, it was me. But due to some <laughs> scheduling errors, we were unable to do that, but we'll definitely get Phil on, but just kind of a... Help us out with that. We invited Matt back on because he's basically the other co-host of this co-hosting episodes of the co-host, co-host podcast. Coco. The Coco. host. Some could call you Conan O'Brien. Co. Oh, that's right. Conan some will. And Conan it's a uh, very, very deranged blind person who does that. Yeah, I hope so. Who does that? Uh, that's the only way to go right call there. Me, call me Conan O'Brien. But um, Matt did bring some delicious balls for us to enjoy on this Friday yes. afternoon. So very generously. go ahead and talk about it. Very And generous. I was excited. And I was excited to bring them in too. I yeah. texted you guys. I was bringing the whiskey today. Yeah. Because I know. Um, I figured it's more Blonde Brothers. <laughs> well, Which wouldn't be opposed I have that. Not opposed to that. We could drink that as well. Um, so, mm. uh, two kind of things, or both of these things, um, like, jumped out in my head is like, I need to bring these to Wilson and Jake because we had a running thing about uh, talking about beam stuff and balconies. And balconies uh, products. Um, so I brought in the first thing is the new Knob Creek um, barrel pick uh, from Benny's. Now, this is uh, a recent 14 year old Knob Creek barrel that they picked out. And holy cow, was this good. Um, and at $39.99 on the shelves nice. for a 14-year-old 120-proof bourbon, that's a banana's value. That's crazy. Did you try um, that before you bought it? or No. No? So yeah. are, you, are you drinking that now or the Booker's? I'm we're drinking, drinking, we're drinking Booker's now. We're drinking the Booker's Oops, now. sorry. So the Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> Spoiler so alert. So the indeed. other thing, so... Um, I didn't see you pour, so I wasn't really oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I saw you pour the Booker's into mine, but... Yeah, so... Um, so that'll be second. And, and one more thing about this Knob Creek. Last Friday, I went down to the distillery um, in Galena, and I brought with me a couple of bottles that I'd recently procured in Chicago. A couple of Four Roses picks, one of the new Willet distributor picks that we were drinking with uh, Moreno mm, um, nice. a, a few weeks back. And this Knob Creek pick was our favorite. Cool. Um, yeah, so really? the, yeah, it blew, blew us away. Um, the other thing, the bookers I brought... Wilson um, has a personal vendetta with Knob Creek right now. 
what did they do to you? <laughs> we don't have to go into it. We'll just leave it at that. We'll pin, pin it. Put a pin in it. Oh, let's do that. Actually, yeah. it's it's a proud moment. It's <laughs> just a sad, sad outcome, but a proud moment. We'll, we'll get into it, but yeah, yeah, go ahead and talk about the uh, bookers. I, one last thing about Knob Creek. Oh, yeah, well, of course. Okay. Yeah, one of course. last thing. One last and, thing. Um, I just think it's cool that like uh, these Knob Creek barrel picks are getting so much attention because like Knob Creek was, for a lot of people, like their first like craft whiskey oh, that yeah. they bought, you know? Oh, really? I mean, well, they were so... If you go to certain w- bars that are... You know, they'll have the best whiskey collection, if you will, on the back shelf. You always see Knob Creek, at least. Yeah. I mean, it was just such That's an... interesting. There was such an early entrant to, like, premium bourbon and stuff. Yeah. But not a lot of people really think about it that much, and maybe rightly so. I don't know. That's in the eye of the beholder. But Would the, you mean small batch bourbon or, or, or yeah, I mean, um, this, single barrel this bourbon? Was, bourbon? This was the original small batch, if you will, okay. of the whiskey so, industry. Right, the so Knob Creeks, the Bookers, the Bakers. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, all of Booker's collection, the actual Booker's person. Of course Booker, is a, the, the person Booker. Yeah. yeah. Um, he started... He eventually pretty much started this whole small batch movement back in the late 80s, early 90s when he had all these collections mm-hmm. uh, only for his friends and people within the industry. He gave his gifts. He gave his and, gifts. Yeah, uh, then uh, um, eventually in the early 90s, they're like, we need to take this on the road. We need to start mm-hmm. selling this because you couldn't give bourbon away. Okay, and right. yeah, there's a whole many factors come into it, but these were kind of the, the very beginning small batch offerings. Right. Gotcha. I it love was, their new packaging. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, it looks it's great. It's so much better now. It's so much better. Yeah. Um, the old packaging looked like, um, uh, like a paper bag that you just drew on. <laughs> it looked like stage. a ransom note. <laughs> it did. That's a very good. That's oh. actually a better analogy than my little pack. All right, sorry about that. We had a little bit of some technical difficulties. The cord was unplugged from the computer to the mic, but we are back, and Matt is about to jump into the bookers that we're tasting. That's just transparency right there, folks. Yeah, that's, that's transparency. That is transparency. This is exactly what happened, just so, you know, we don't sound... We don't have to go into it. Yeah. But there you go. We're not <laughs> fucking liars, okay? Anyway. We're not what? Fucking liars. Oh, liars. I think they said lawyers. I would not. We're not that, lawyers not either. either. So, yeah, we're all, we're all good. We're all square now. Go ahead, Matt. The Bookers. So, and this Bookers that I brought as well, I was, I just set up some Metro rack shelving in my basement for, uh, for my bottles um, instead of this Ikea desk that everything was just on top of. And uh, so I set up the shelves and I was going through uh, boxes and I found a Bookers box. I just saw the top of it. Yeah. And I was expecting it to be another of the Bluegill batch because mm-hmm. that was a batch that I really, really liked. And I pulled this up, and it was not. It was from 2014. <laughs> nice. Um, it, so it's seven it's years. It's 2019 right now. Folks. Yes. <laughs> so it's uh, seven years, um, two months, 14 days, 128 proof, 2014 batch six. So that means that this um, bottle has made some moves with me too. <laughs> it's moved from Arizona to Chicago, nice. and then to uh, the suburbs where I live now. So. And I just realized Arizona. I had it. Yeah. It kind of depicts what how crazy Matt's collection is at home. That he didn't, didn't even know it was back there. Uh, Coming yeah. from somebody who just moved and we don't have... <laughs> we are buying more shelving units uh, to basically procure our whiskeys. Yeah. Um, and our vodkas and our gins. Yeah. Too many vodkas, but... Yeah, do you have a lot of vodkas? That's surprising. Well, that's because Brittany gets it for free from work. Oh, uh, like okay. F and stuff like that. Makes but, sense. Um, F and 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 F and
<laughs> Are we talking about my favorite band, Evanescence? That's where Damn I it, you that. got it first. Yeah, I got there. Oh. Actually, I said Evanescence. So. Evanescence. But no, it was. Uh, it's pretty crazy to see what you really have, and you're like, yeah. oh. I was bringing more bottles home as we were moving and already had packed our bar, our bar at home. Yeah. And she's like, would you stop bringing bottles home? Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, people like to gift them and exchange it's true, them. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we all we, like to have good bottles. We all like yeah. to share, try new things. So, Well, how many bottles would you say you guys have? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't, uh, didn't count. It's okay, Matt. Um, I don't want to come off as that guy. No, nah, it's all right. I'm I, curious. I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious. I'm going to... Because when we do shows, Matt, yeah. you leave with... A box. <laughs> that is you true. come in with your banner and your carrier, <laughs> your bag, your backpacks full of your bo- demo bottles, but you leave with a fucking box, bro. I will. I, I will steal say, all the beer from Miguel. Um, no, 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 no. 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 They have some. They have no. some uh, pretty old bottles back <laughs> there. Some barrel stuff. He sweet talks people. I see him talking to the reps, and he's like, "Oh yeah." Blah, blah, blah. And next, you know, bottle gets dropped mm, in his box. Nothing I'm problem with that. I'm always doing, with a, that. doing a little trick. I will say, I will not divulge how many. Just in case my wife is listening, she's not. She's, she's not. She's definitely not, not listening. No, no, no. So it's oh, okay to call not. you your a, wife a and neither of our girls. You're a bottle whore. I'm a little. I'm a little bottle whore. That's what you um, are. I, I will say um, how many open bottles I have. Okay, that's fair. It's like forty-eight start. or something okay. like that. That's not bad. That's no, bad. it's not crazy. It's not crazy. So that's how long, manageable. Once you open a bottle, do you give it that year and a half to two years of oxidation before it gets too bad? Like. Some claim it gets the flavor gets bad, um, turns more into an ethanol base. I, Isn't I, that based on? I don't store it. Though? Yeah, I mean definitely. I don't think I have one that's lasted that long. Yeah, Good for you. I, I love to hear that because Wilson and I were just talking about this last week. We yeah. were about we were how just talking about that. why why waste why waste a bottle on the shelf and leave it there not to be enjoyed. Yeah. I I want to taste it. I want to have friends have it. exactly. Yeah. I want to make cocktails. If yeah. it, if it, uh, Especially, too, because once you get some air into it and it has, like, a third left, it just changes completely. Yeah. You know, it get, um, for instance... Like backwash. Um, yeah, like backwash. I have a few... Well, that happens as well. I have a few bottles that, um, when I first cracked them, were, like, okay. Yeah. Or I didn't really like them, but I just toughed it out. And now, I, and, and at, like, a third or half full, they're... So good. Cool. Mm. Um, because I, of the, ox, the it, oxygen that it got into it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So the chemistry like, changes. Oh, yeah, the chemistry changes just a little bit. Just gotta let it breathe. Just baby. loosen yeah. up a bit. Just loosen up. Um, hey, relax. Um, <laughs> so Wilson tells all his girlfriends. Uh, That's right. Take take a load off. Want to watch a? Want to watch a movie? Take it easy. Um, let the good times roll. Oh, so yeah, exactly. And higher proof stuff too. I think. Okay. Definitely yeah. benefits from yeah. 100%. having a couple ounces taken out of it and just kind of sitting. So, how, how, What's the proof on this, Booker's? 127.7. Yeah. I said 128 before, but that it's, was a lot. Um, it's yeah. dramatically different since <laughs> it's been here mm-hmm. a little bit. So I can. That's. Especially being closed for five years, yeah. I don't think I have anything else that I've owned for that long yeah, that I haven't opened. Yeah. That's crazy. We have, uh, we have, don't you have a bottle have of a Baker's? Bottle in yeah, we have a bottle you. of Knob Creek. Probably a bottle of I think we have a Booker's too. That's probably three years. I think it's been three years since Brittany started at Beam. Okay. So, but it has is it open or is no? It these are all closed. all closed. There's a bottle still? of Maker's that's closed too gotcha. that she has her name on, so we have to keep that closed. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, well, it's just fine because you can always go buy a bottle of Maker's anywhere, um, which is actually one of my favorite house bourbons to have. But do you have? A, you do you like the Maker's? Do you, yeah. Maker's Forty Six or the, the both? Base I makers? prefer Forty Six though. Okay. I mean, I like that spice to it a little bit. I'm not down with the regular Maker's. Huh. I don't know something about it. 
just doesn't sit well with my palate. Uh, I mean, I get. I mean, is it the sweetness? Or no, is it's it not the sweetness the at all. I love the sweetness. Yeah. You know that about my palate. Yeah. I there's just a, a little tinge of something that hmm. just doesn't. Do you like other weeded bourbons? I do. I love a David Nicholson, 1843. It's fucking phenomenal. Hmm. White label. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah, yeah it's palate wise. But 46, what's their opinion on that? On 46, I only tried it at that um, that that beam event at Wrigley mm. that um, that I went to yeah. in the in the winter, um, which I yeah that was fine. Yeah, it was okay, okay on my palate. But the regular makers, I don't know what it is. Huh. Well, we'll write a letter to the Samuels family and figure yeah. it out. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I've had it, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, this, that no, was I, the last time. Yeah. I've had it. I can't Usually sum it. at home of it. Do you? Yeah. I, I feel like I tried uh, Barrel Strength Makers at Untitled this year, mm. which was mere weeks ago. Correct. Yeah. But I can't remember what that tasted like. Yeah. That was, that was I, a long I, week of drinking whiskey. So. Yeah, it was a long... That was the beginning of the week. Yeah, that was yeah. the beginning of the week. Yeah. Generally, I don't... Well, actually, the beginning of the week started when Matt interrupted my date. I that. <laughs> yeah, that's a tr- oh, very true. Yeah, hey, guys, what's going on up. here? Can I... Can, can I, I sit between you guys? Can I sit with you guys? I love you both. Uh, can I have a fry? Um, dear food looks cheese really curds. good. Oh, cheese, cheese curds. Um, I, I, I am not a wheat hater okay. or like a wheat disparager or whatever. It's just like not, it's just not something I seek out. Yeah, it's weird. For whatever I, reason. I, I'm kind of the same way too, but then like the buggy wheat from uh, Journeyman, I yeah, love Yeah, it's really good. That. Yeah, so it I means. Well, that's a straight wheat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I don't know. Those guys obviously do good work that's there. A, that's so. a straight wheat. I'm talking about a weeded bourbon. bourbon. Yes. So like There's the, not many out there. No, so like the, <clears throat> the Weller and Makers are like probably the most easily accessible. Yeah. And Nicholson, too. Yeah, Nicholson's. Um, it's all over the place, right? It's excellent, yeah. You can um, find it anywhere on your bottom shelf. You'd pay anywhere between $22 to $25. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, just to, I, for whatever reason... Um, yeah, I just don't. I, I, and some some things some, some things you like like to taste and you like when you're drinking them, but yeah. as a brand you just kind of don't connect with it or yeah. whatever, yeah. and it just doesn't mm. find itself into your um, into your rotation. It, that's part of drinking is like always coming back to things and trying things yeah. over and over again. I, that's true. I've been like recently the last five six days just doing scotches at home, mm. and then drinking that. I've been drinking a lot of Arbeg um, nice. Ten, which I really enjoy for a peated whiskey. Uh, is the 10 nice? Do you yeah, 10's like really nice. 10's like kind of their their flagship, if you will. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's peated, but it's nothing too overwhelming. It's great when you let it breathe a little bit. And if you're somebody who wants to try a peated whiskey, I'll kind of point you in that direction. They kind of, and traditionally do have high peated whiskeys, but mm-hmm. um, maybe it's my palate, but I enjoy This is them. something that's like middle of the road that you would recommend to... I mean, it's like a $50 say. bottle. Would that be like a... Gateway to. Oh, uh, I wouldn't say be gateway. Or? If you want to go gateway, <laughs> peated whiskey for like an Isla, I'd probably say Lafroig Ten. Mm. Lafroig Ten, I like. Yeah. I enjoy the Lafroig Ten. Um, I've had it three times now in my lifetime. Yeah. I've enjoyed every single sip. Which I like about peated whiskeys too. From Isla, you can do some fun cocktails with them. Oh, so oh sure. for sure. Yeah, so That's scotch and sand. Yeah, scotch and Ooh, sand beautiful. definitely. Ooh, a pen- a penicillin. Yeah. Um, penicillin is yeah. delicious yeah. in that. Yeah, I've actually a, had a tropical, a tiki drink with made with the Lafroig Ten. That makes sense. Absolutely oh, yeah. fucking delicious. Had some That's pineapple, awesome. touch of coconut milk. That makes sense. Un poco de agave nectar. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. I like how you roll your Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just who I is. 
<laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. So it's always interesting to try to go back, especially when we hit our old bar at home. It was kind of a deep bar, so we couldn't like see the bottles in the back. It's true. It was, yeah, and there's a you were wall. Like three, yeah, there's a there's a shelf on top of it. So, but now we kind of is sitting out until we buy this new bar. That you know, you have to go to West Elm or to <laughs> Creighton Barrel or oh somewhere. God, no. Yeah, you got to. we spent a Sunday. You know, just hanging it's out. Okay. Hanging. It was the most uh, suburban thing we've done in a long yeah. time. <laughs> we went to you know Lincoln Park and went to Creighton Barrel, old uh, old World Market, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Oh New, yeah, uh, what is got it? some Wendy's. So where'd you get the Wendy? How'd you get out there? Baconator. <sighs> No. Double stack. No. Made a mistake. Double stack. Spicy what? chicken sandwich. God, oh, that's good. God tier fast yeah. food item. Yeah. It's that's the at, first time I probably had fast the, food in like three more. years. In 15 years? Yeah, something yeah. like oh, that. So You're doing well. Yeah. It's been about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, I go back again. had a Baconator. Oh. It's great. Bacon goes well with fucking whiskey, dude. It's true. It does. If, especially bourbon. Much. Yes. So we're at, good. at an event at Smiley Brothers in January where they released four Belgian quads that were aged in mm. Blonde Brothers Blonde yeah. barrels. They had little um, little pint glasses, not pint glasses, but 12-ounce glasses mm-hmm. um, on the bar with candy bacon sticking oh, out nice. to snack great, on yeah. instead of crackers. That's or brilliant. Pretzels. In fact, you know, that was something that, so um, to go back when I was talking about the makers yeah, that sure. I had at the, um, the makers event at Wrigley, well, Beam event, Beam I should event, say. Yeah. What was really cool is the, it was so interactive. So back in the day when they wanted to make a rye, how they made a rye mash, mm-hmm. and then they weeded bourbon mm-hmm. bash and all that, mm-hmm. they baked bread, yeah, which was awesome, yep. which is what was, that stood out about the Maker's um, brand. Um, the weeded, weeded loaf of bread and then a rye loaf of bread and how he... Yep. Um, pretty much just decided how what direction to go but then i went over to man i wish i would remember i could remember the um brand but one of the the other bean brands actually has some kentucky ham off the bone oh yeah well oh, that's so there's a famous story with booker yes about, please yeah this yeah, is a great story you know the story no i, I well you've shared this story with yeah me, so there's a great story there's a story when booker was eating this really fine restaurant in yeah. new york and <clears throat> he's having this i don't know looking at the menu Sees yeah. nothing on there. He Is wants. Booker to... knows still with us. No, he Booker died in 2004. Passed, yeah. Got it. Um, but so yeah, it's so Fred, Fred's it's Fred, Fred the yeah. fourth, and then Freddie, Fred and then Freddie's Freddie, son does, yeah, does Little Book. Yeah. So Freddie, Little Book is number four, right? Yeah. Number four, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then okay. Fourth, yeah. Sorry, yeah. please continue. No, it's, uh, no. So I was just curious. There's a story where he, he yes, was in New York nice. dining for. I'm not sure what, but he uh, told the chef, he's like, I, I have a country ham in the back of my car in the trunk, and uh, <laughs> no. I, this, is, this, is, this is how you make it. So he like, literally goes out, and like, everyone's like, Booker, you can't, you can't do this. Like, you're in New York. You're in a good restaurant. And he's like, I'm out. So the chef's like, go get it. And so he goes out and gets the, gets the country ham out of the trunk of his car, pulls up, lays it on the table, and the guy cooks it for him. And like, uh, to back to my grandfather who worked at Beam, yeah. country ham is like his favorite jam, like at all, like all periods, like that salted ham. Yeah. And like, I've, I never, I never saw it anywhere until, uh, until I was like 20, I don't know, seven. And I was in New Jersey and it's huge Fuck there too. New Jersey. New Jersey. Dude. It's like huge on bagels. And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, I was in New Jersey for like, for work for like three weeks. And like every day I would like go to this bagel shop and get a cup of coffee and a bagel. And I'm like, I gotta get this all ham. <laughs> Just because, oh, like, yeah, because in Kentucky it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Huh. So, compa- yeah. so pairing that whiskey with and it's Bane. 
which yeah. is called jamón serrano. Exactly. Which is the same difference, but we do it. Yeah, well, you're close. You're Italian, so you're mm. you're nearby. We'll wave. Hello. Hello. Um, but yeah, it's it was such a remarkable experience that I'm like, I want to do that at a tasting. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, to pair no, it something up with something to, like that. Yeah, the whole eight months to achieve that the rest of this year. So we do. We do. Might have, as well go and do that. Yeah. I think we. I think I for can't do it spirits, with you for legal reasons, but for legal reasons you can. But, but I mean, yeah. aside from that, are you? Is Andy. there a restraining order between you and Ham? Yes, you're not <laughs> very much so. Within a hundred foot uh, feet of a pig. I was vegetarian for six, seven years. So oh, I, wow. Yeah. So now I can't eat ham <laughs> unless I'm at home by myself. You got you got papers served. Wait to you. a minute, ham. I'm joking. Okay, I'm like, dude. Because when we go to lunch, sometimes you order the fucking uh, ham. No, the ham. Bacon Just the ham. omelet. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, bacon at omelet. Jerry's. Oh, Jerry's. Shout out to Jerry's. Jerry's yeah. Montrose and Western. J-E-R-I. Apostrophe S. <laughs> yeah. Fucking oh. 24 hours. Ham off the bone if you mm. wish for it. Dang. If you're looking for an old school Chicago yeah. diner experience, you <laughs> go there. I have driven past that place dude, so stop. many times you stop. and thought, who eats there? I do. We do. Right here. We were like once a week at one point. We oh, were. Yeah. For lunch or yeah. even on the weekends, too. We'd yeah, yeah. Weekends. For sure. Yeah, get a cup of coffee there. Mm-hmm. You know, you wait for 30 minutes until someone's like, I'm already late for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, salt of the ham and um, whiskey kind of like go hand in hand together when it comes to Kentucky. Oh, so but um, while we have Matt here, yeah. the very first podcast we had with Matt, um, back a couple months ago, we were talking about Illinois and some of the laws changing with craft distilleries oh, yeah. and the amount of yeah. we were able to sell out of the gift shops, out of the distilleries, and where that could go. Into in one another's spaces as Yeah, well. absolutely. Yeah. Bringing on other products inside, inside of your uh, distillery, inside of your gift shop. And actually, before we even get into like the details of what's progressed, is a lot of people thought it was kind of crazy listening to that podcast and having discussions afterwards about why would you want to sell your competitors inside your gift shop? Well, and, it's not as much. Yeah. The gift shop is a part of it, but also um, want to sell um, other spirits uh, at your bar. That's the big piece of it. And as part of... Um, and it's part of like banquets and events too that you can hold in yeah. your distilling space. Yeah. So that's the big piece of it. That's kind of what I go into because there's more than just like selling more, out of the gift shop. Yeah, the it. gift shop isn't a big piece. I mean, it's kind of cool, you know, it's an additional um, uh, revenue stream, but, um, you know, so many distilleries have great bars and like spaces that they can have a yeah. good rehearsal dinner or catered event. Which but we're actually sitting in right which now. Which we're sitting in <laughs> right, right now. Yeah, right. Oh, by yeah. the way, Beguile, 10 episodes in, still hasn't figured out we're recording a podcast actually, he's up not here. not even here. He's yeah, in they're all in Colorado. Yeah, the whole entire brewery is in Colorado. The only one here is Caitlin. Um, Chelsea. Brett was here for a moment with Wilson us. So shout Brett's out to jacket. Them. But yeah, so Beguile <laughs> still hasn't figured out Sorry. exactly that we're recording a podcast for free up here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are sitting in their event space right now, which is all decked out for a rehearsal dinner. So, which is another great... Um, revenue stream for for a uh, business that has space for it, yeah. you know, and people want you know cool spaces with like uh, machinery going, machinery. And, like yeah, urban machine, renewal, urban renewal. Yeah, I mean, people just uh, want to be part to, uh, part of these distilleries and think they're cool spaces, yeah. and uh, having events is a great uh, revenue stream. But if you go to if you have a special event in the distillery, you can only uh, serve your own 
surf spirits that you make at the distillery. Yeah. So, and that's a big barrier to entry when it comes to those uh, events, you know. I mean, it'd be really cool to have a uh, rehearsal dinner at Blom Brothers, but if you can only drink old, old fashions, you know, I mean, <coughs> yeah. Grandma might have a problem with that. I you can know? give you What I love recipes. is, I mean, yeah. I, I love the fact that, the, I mean, because it did really well at the house level. Yeah. And it's just about inclusion. I think that's what we really, t- that you guys yep. touched on. Yeah. It's and, just and including, about not necessarily just us distillers or distilleries um, or breweries, but, you know, as you mentioned, to be in parity with the wineries and, that's and the, breweries. That's and, the big thing. But we don't want to, we don't want to not, in, we want to include those who are not. Booze well, drinkers or beer, right. yeah, exactly. they're more beer or wine. And I think all three of us here actually go under yeah. a lot of people. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. <clears throat> is that in, when it comes to craft distilling, craft brewery, anything like yeah. that, when it comes to craft on a local level, people say, as one grows, we all grow. Yes, a lot of people, a, a, lot of people, a rising tide lifts all boats 100%. Well and a lot of people preach that, but they don't actually follow those words when it no. comes into the public, when it mm-hmm. comes to the markets, when it comes into actually running your business. The three of us here truly believe that when yes. it comes to if you grow, we all go together because if that bar's going to take one whisk distillery on it, so a local craft or just craft in general, right? Yeah, they're uh, more like have the opportunity of taking on other craft distilleries. Yeah, and go ahead. Yeah, so um, all, all good points. That is to say that that part of the bill was actually, um, and, and that part of the bill really shouldn't have been contested that much from our opposition because who are pretty much the distributors yeah. because that would make us um uh 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 customers of the distributors you yeah. know if we're buying stuff from yeah. them but in all in all that's kind of a small small not a small part of the bill but a smaller part of the bill um what we're really looking for is increased uh capabilities to sell our products mm-hmm. either through limited self-distribution or just a higher cap okay. to um, to what we can sell out of our front of house, either our gift shops or our bars. So um, so there's been a few updates. Um, it actually uh, it passed the house yeah. with some um, with some uh, <clears throat> uh, minor tweaks to it. And what we actually did, what the Illinois Craft Distillers Association did, is they um, they changed the bill to split up craft distilling as a whole. So in Illinois, you can be a class, the bill proposes that you can be either a class one craft distiller or a class right. two craft distiller, There's which is pretty classes, cool. Yeah. Okay. So I cl- like that. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. So can you explain the difference? Yep. Yeah. Go so ahead. class one is geared towards uh, kind of the startup guys who don't have a ton of distribution, who would be um, focusing on having uh, uh, more of a like a grassroots um, push for their for their brand. So, okay. class one, um, it would get um, if you're class one distiller, you'd be able to have limited self distribution, mm. which would be cool. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Um, you would be able you would increase from twenty five hundred to five thousand proof gallons from your front door to sell out of to sell to sell exactly. Um, here's a here's a detraction from this class one thing. Um, you would actually have a lower um, production limit. Mm. So your production limit would go to 100,000 gallons to 50,000 gallons. 
That's it does suck. So sad. you are you are putting a <clears throat> because those who are doing well are at least sixty to seventy thousand gallons. There's only like maybe. there's only a couple of distilleries in Illinois or in this like surrounding area over there's about twenty twenty distilleries or so that I can even think of that would even fit in that solution. But yeah, that would also hurt them too. Yeah. You're you're putting a ceiling up for yourself, but yeah. you're you're saying I value my sales. From the yep. at my physical point. location, you, better. You're making your place. De- you're making your place destination. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah your place. Actually, yeah. So I it would agree. it would also um, you'd be able to. There's a couple other permitting things, but you would be um, able to purchase vermouth from a licensed distributor. Okay. However, Wait, what? Yeah. So you can't buy everything from a licensed distributor. But you can purchase vermouth. vermouth. Which is fine. I mean, you know, so it's it's kind of it's kind of a wonky it's, bill. It's it could be better, it's but weird it's all about just compromise. To be able to about vermouth. Exactly. Fuck. So just, let's. It's wine. For exactly. <laughs> so let's uh, <laughs> let's see see what class two has to say for itself. I wonder if any of those lawmakers actually know what the hell they're drinking. <laughs> it's so you you can start to you see. You can buy vermouth because oh, yeah. that's what we drink. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> in you, our cocktails, you can, in our yeah. cocktails, you know. You, I think uh, that's a that's a um, a huge like uh, red flag of like oh yeah that's what the distributor wants you know that's yeah. the, the that's a distributor lobby thinking that's like a good compromise where it's yeah. really yeah. nothing it's really not much to, it's no it's kind of but dumb. I agree with you it's small little tweaks yeah, yeah. exactly I mean it's being there definitely you can still still. Work with that. Um, yeah so class two production limit re- would remain at a hundred thousand. Gallons. Is that for every for both classes? Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Um, cu- currently, two. currently, craft distillers can, um, can only make a hundred thousand gallons in a year. Correct. For class one, it would lower to fifty thousand. Okay. Right. right. Class two, it would remain at a uh, hundred thousand gallons. Okay. Um, you th- there would be an increase from twenty five hundred to five thousand proof sell. gallons. Okay. From yeah. from your front of house. Okay. No self distribution. Okay. Um, and then here's an interesting one. It's a it, it's a new it's a new wrinkle to this. Okay. Um, so, a brewery you can, if you're a brewery, you can have up to two brew pubs within 80 gallons yes. of your physical first location. So, class two license would allow you to have two still pub licenses. Okay. Um, that so you could basically have a satellite location for your tasting room within 80 miles of your... Of my production place. Exactly. Yeah. And at those... <clears throat> and at are those, these physical locations, like brick-and-mortar locations, yes. or points of distribution, such as where we're at now here at Begal, for, yeah. for sake of conversation? These would be, like, the Two Brothers Roundhouse or something. Okay. These would be pubs, still pubs. Okay. And at those... Anywhere with a still pub permit, you can buy... A I can buy beer, beer or wine at anything, mm. right? Um... So it lends the opportunity to become a retail store. Totally, it could, it would give. Um, remember, we were talking about how. No, um, the, I don't. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> well, um, like Whiskey Acres or um, or Union Star, who yeah. have like. Star a, Union. So, I'm going there this afternoon. Shit. I'm, get it right. I'm Fuck. going there right now. God damn it! Come on, Matthew. <laughs> Jeff would be so pissed off at you. So it would give him uh. the ability. To uh, or whiskey acres to have their first location, and then like a restaurant in downtown Peru or downtown uh, Sycamore. So as long as within those 80, uh, as, 80 yeah. miles, exactly. Radius, right? So what, wait, what, wait, 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 hold on. Radius, right? Only within the state of Illinois. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. Oh, it has to be. If it's, state, it's an Illinois house. Radius is a circle, my friend. True. I know the that only, much. The only no company, college degree, the only company, The only company I think that is involved with that would be Star Union because they're a little more farther west than others from the state, but... But DeKalb is, is no, pretty close to... No, they're good. They're still, like, they're still... Well, yeah, it's pretty close. It, it can get the Iowa border. Was Nick down there at all? From, the, from West Cakers? Uh, when I was, when he was in Springfield, he was there. He went okay. down there? Nick and Jamie. Well, and so, Jamie? on a personal level, how does this affect Blom Brothers? So, it would be huge yeah. to have that increased... Because um, you're right at the tri- near the tri- fucking cities. Dude. Oh yeah. Well, here's the thing. We're, our business model was never interest. We're never in. Uh, we were never interested in adding self distribution or having a restaurant into our yeah. business model. Okay. So was anybody really? I mean, mm, yeah. So I mean, self distribution. Self distribution yes. is is great for small yes. people. Yeah. Having a restaurant. I mean, you, should, you know that you had that firsthand. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know. Um, having a restaurant, I could see a couple of our guys interested just like, um, that m- enterprising businessmen like Whiskey Acres who, who would like to have another location for sure might, might be interested in turning into, into yeah. a whole still pub, you and know? They could get pretty close to the city too. Not, sure. Not, not, okay. So, or even, or even, or even Jay at, uh, Chicago Distilling. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he produces in his space. Yeah. So he can eventually actually leave the city if he really wanted to. Sure. But you would, I mean, shop. I guess he wanted to save money on the overhead, yes. But you could well, I'm talking about space. Oh, okay. Space. I mean, my first move thought. Out, move out, save correct. Space, save, save money on the space. Correct. And then leave oh, the space for restaurant. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, very that's interesting. Yeah. Point. Because. You're kind of reversing that. Yeah, reversing yeah. it because they're, I mean, again, we don't know the, the all the verbatim per the bill or sure. the compromises that have been made yeah that's going to the senate but if you think about it for chicago based distilleries here in the in cook county yeah it's expensive real estate absolutely um but everyone throughout the states pays the same taxes as far as per gallon produced let me tell you i just paid my taxes today yeah (laughs) i think a lot of us did today leave me late guys (laughs) you know when you owe money you might as well just wait as a a contractor (laughs) let me tell you You don't want to pay to the last possible Yeah, minute. I mean, shit, man. Six dollars is a lot, man. I had to pay the state six bucks. So I waited until the very last moment that I had. I had a lot more than that. Yeah. <laughs> well, life of a contractor. So yeah. I apologize that you had to go through I'm that. Getting off that's that. a very I'm, pain, I'm getting off that. That's rate. a very painful pay. Me, uh, I don't pay right. taxes. Of course. All right. They'll have to find me. Well, uh, it's Matt Brown and uh, set up I live here Beguile Brewing um, <laughs> over on Collier and Ravenswood. Uh, we have skee-ball machines <laughs> and it's set up for a nice little dining area for it's a restaurant. It's set up for a raid. It's easy to get up to you here. There's a lot of windows. There is a lot of windows. But seriously, if you think yeah. about it, I mean, it, is it from point of actual production or... Because yes. you can use from that your as your first location, fir- I think. Right. Okay. But, but I think it's... I don't. Yeah, it's a still pub. Your additional location pub. would be a so still. So I see a physical still inside of the. No, that's just the name of it. Like just group an, pub. Like, like a group of license. So there has to be no physical still whatsoever. No, no. there doesn't have to be any production. So someone could technically way. come in and just have a bottle shop. Sure. I, sure, or I can, or I can say. But um, it counts against their five thousand proof gallons that they're selling at their original uh, point of distribution. Does it? Though? It so no, it functions so with much like a brew pub, you can transfer five thousand 
proof gallons out of bond from yep. your oh, okay. from, from your, your own production okay. to the other one to sell. So it Without doesn't count any distributor. retail. It space. doesn't count Good. towards the retail. So that space. How much is that license? Uh, I don't know how much it is, but it will be made available. So theoretically, be, this could happen. Sure. Where a person could set up their own distillery name. Yes. Buy barrels from contractors or yes. buy barrels from MGP. Uh-huh. Come to Chicago. Yeah. Set up a space. Yes. It would not counter again. It would not affect them against the whole amount of gallons they could produce in a single year and sell a bottle shop, set up a bar area based on their name with no actual production site. Hmm. Let's think about this. So you're getting a DSP, an Illinois distiller's license. Yes. Correct. You have <coughs> source product. $1,800, I believe? Yes. You have all source product, and you just have a bottle shop, essentially. And, a, say, a small bar. And a small bar. And a small, small tasting space. I mean, that's essentially how Blom Brothers started. You know, we didn't really have, I mean, save for the clear spirits, you mm. know, that yeah. we had. Um, but which So what would, yeah, exactly. what would alienate people from starting, backtrack a bit, a bit, where breweries now, instead of expanding into states based on sales, they're yeah. setting up brew pubs within other states. And oh, okay. could theoretically distilleries do that? Where uh-huh. you, well, you're going to inter, interstate. But as long as they have a distilling license in Illinois. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there'd be, we wouldn't. So, you can move bottles yourself that way. Uh, yeah, but. spirits so, that way. The three-tier system would follow you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what, uh, I don't that's think, my point. I don't think we can it? transfer. I don't, if, let's say. State license. Blom Brothers set up a, um, a a still pub and restaurant in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Mm, could great. we. I a know, wonderful spot. Yeah. yeah great could, spot to do and, and another tourist town. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Last so, Chicagoans go there. Exactly. All Chicagoans go there. Oh, <laughs> so. Um, but could we legally transfer bottles in bond so that haven't been gone through That's the, the channels yes. across That's state, state we're lines? We're getting super in-depth. We would probably Gentlemen, have to buy it from I, a distributor. I, on, on that note, I am going to refer to you to what is currently on the Kentucky State House floor. Yes. Look There's a big pile that. of shit. No. I think that would answer what this question, yes. Yeah, so. What, what <clears throat> Legally, as far as the interstate shipping and Oh, yeah, because they're, oh. they're trying to have the uh, yeah. bills tip from distilleries to your house. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. But you can... can't be one of the larger guys. Mm. That's mm. what's stipulating right now. I'm just saying, if this happens in Illinois, you know... So it, it all breaks down, what it comes down to is that we are... A country built on 50 states with 52 different laws in between yeah. those states. And Which it's very difficult. No, it doesn't. It, when it comes to, <laughs> well, I think when it comes to state rights, it's great to have on a lower level. But when you're trying to actually distribute your product across state lines, it's very difficult. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're talking about right here. We're getting very inside baseball. Yeah, yeah, we're this. getting very inside and baseball. Isn't this a inside baseball podcast? Actually, no. it's called Keenan Lake. Parentheses. <laughs> you really left us on the hook for yeah, that. I was yeah, kinda, yeah, I was, like, I was going there. But no, it's it's interesting to see that how the state lines affect everything when it comes to distribution and for sales for all of us when inside yeah. the whiskey yes. industry. And thank I, you, J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> is that how it all started? He had a he had a hand in it or a finger. Well, 
I mean, I think it all comes <coughs> at down least to a finger. At least a finger. At least a finger. Maybe two fingers. Whoa! Whoa. You can ask his lover. Whoa! Whoa. Sorry. I'm in a port. I'm in a port. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, <laughs> where does this leave you guys as a craft distillery in Illinois, Matt? Uh, well, I think we're in good shape. You know, there. Um. Ultimately. Um, it is kind of a punishment based on our success or yeah. else we're being held back by our own like. success. Yeah. Um, which should be, uh, common sense, something that all Illinois lawmakers should be against. Yeah. They should be, they should think of all Illinois businesses as a potential revenue driver for them. Especially you know? in some whiskey boom. Yeah, it, a- absolutely. So yeah, we haven't reached that pit, pit, uh, pinnacle yet at all. That's why we're. But it's there's just <coughs> so much, there's just so much politics that they're worrying about, and it's just it's uh, disappointing to say the least. But I think we're on good footing, and um, we at Blonde Brothers are really looking forward to growing our business um and driving sales from the from the distillery itself you know Uh, we're at a point where basically we we're selling pretty much everything we can make and bottle yeah so which is a great point to be at which is a a great point to be at but then there's a question of like great okay well where's the growth going to come from yeah exactly all businesses have to grow the longer they exist, the more costs stock up, stack up against them. You know, yeah. you have more employees, you repair mm-hmm. equipment, all of these kinds of stuff. Buy more equipment, buy new equipment. A- exactly. Space. Yep, space. space. You know, we're rapidly losing it. And, yep. you know, so do you guys have any interest of moving down to Chicago at all? Uh, I think we've bandied about the idea of having a Would it been? I mean, just a would it, would it, would it been? Yeah, would it, would that been? something. Because yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm getting at with the whole Why bill. not make it a co-op? Yeah. You, oh, that's cool. Um, there's a beer shop co-op that yeah. just started yeah, between just started Big Dog be, yeah. and Around the Bend and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Great breweries. Yeah. So that, why not make it a still house? Sure. I, I mean, oh, I mean, I don't mean I, without I, copyright infringement with yeah, still house brewery, um, distillery, and all that bullshit. Well, that's a that's another question about like how much the brothers um, enjoy controlling the brand and have a great like long term well, vision of it. Well, I think well, you still have that control. You You're do, but you don't. Space. But the what the problem we're, is we're talking about a retail. Oh, I understand. I understand, and. And you could possibly bring in the whole cocktail bar or at least sure. a tasting bar of it. The whole mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, and the whole experience of it. Mm-hmm. But then who runs it? Yeah. And well, is it Wilson. Absolutely. Wilson run it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah, I'm done. I'm in. How about a guy who... Buy Onion Horse. How, how, Buy me. It's Union Horse. This is me. Oh, got it. This is me. This no, is just me. It's but, my I mean, side I mean, But how does that affect you as a Kansas City distillery... Who's coming into the market, and you're mm. facing all these craft laws that are affecting all the Illinois distilleries? Correct. Is it a benefit to the outsiders? Is it not? Or how do you guys play yourself inside of here? Well, I think it's a. It's, could you it's, could you possibly bring in your own bottle shop? That's the direction where I thought that would open up. Well, yeah. that is a door that I I feel that may open for us. Yeah. Um, okay, granted, we are in Kansas. We're out, right outside Kansas yeah. City West. But how do you <clears> see as a cut-out market? As a, as a, as a outsider looking in, yeah. but as being a former player within the market. Uh, you're still an insider. Yeah. Your, your brand I mean, is an outsider, here, but you, as an, you are an insider. I think this is good. I, I feel that this will set the precedent 
for um, future legislation. 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 There we go. That would allow us. Sorry, <laughs> ESL. Sorry. Um, that would allow us to actually do that as well. Follow suit. Yeah. Um, I personally am for it because because you guys, you guys are my friends, but we all, oh, as you I'm mentioned, all, the claim. as we've I, always, I, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm, I've, I've, we, as we always stated, we are very tight knit here in Chicago. You know, we Illinois. We all root Heck for yeah. one another. We all help one another out. So I think this will just help other states in the surround the surrounding states mm-hmm. look at this as a bar. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, they, Illinois set the bar to do this, mm. but here's the factor that needs to be taken into consideration from the Kansas perspective, which I don't completely understand yet. It's still kind of wide open. Still. Yeah. fairly novice or in, in its infancy <clears throat> there's not a lot of um, distilleries in Kansas mm-hmm. you know maybe yeah. you know let's say five they're more fun. brewery focused <clears throat> they are more brewery focused but also that goes towards the metro area of Kansas City mm-hmm. yeah you know Chicago is obviously what the third largest market or second largest market yeah. that there is so it's your top it's your top five if you're, if you're starting the distillery if you're looking at yeah, you know what I'm saying why would, why would you go elsewhere now, yeah. it, it is a lot more affordable to start a distillery elsewhere within the Midwest. You are still primy to the grains necessary to source. You are still primy to the, you know, uh, barrels and so on and so forth that you need to do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel it's a win-win. <clears throat> we can look at this from the outside in and say if that happens... Matt, if Matt and I were part of the same distiller, um, distribution house, yeah. chances yeah. are I'll get into wherever Matt's at Yeah, because yeah, of point. this. Good point. You dig what I'm saying? Yep. So it's a win-win. And I don't have to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, I, I think there's a case that can be made with all, with, um, I don't have to do anything. The still pub, if the still pub happens the way a lot of people would like it to, yeah. and like, yeah. you know. Um, Blom Brothers has like still pubs and like Whiskey Acres has still pubs and Chicago Distilling has like a restaurant you know but sh- yeah. what, um, I think a cynical person could say like oh look oh sh- um, Illinois distilleries are clouding the market space there's no room for me as a distillery from out of space or out of Illinois but um, I-, I would also think like no this is good that means that means craft craft juices uh, popular. Spanish. That means it's yeah. supporting the this market. 100%. Um, or it's yeah. the market is supporting these distilleries. So I, I don't see it as a barrier to entry. I see it as like, oh yeah, let me get in on this. People are or people are being actively predisposed to smaller distilleries. Like so let me get in on this too. But, I mean, it could prompt that the distilleries would start then because they had the opportunity not to go to distributor first off and then you know, lose their money that way. They could exactly. go straight to the well, source. Of well, if anything, they would precisely. make up what they would pay out to the distributor. Yeah, yeah. In this, in this instance, uh, pers- all right, But what's not to? I'm going to so play what's devil's th- advocate. What's not to? What's not to stop me personally mm-hmm. to go out LLC, a dis- distilling co or yeah. a um, a space under the class one mm-hmm. um, license that's on the floor now. And still keep my day job, mm-hmm. but run a side hustle. Go for it. You do well, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I hear exactly what you're saying because yeah, you're, you're asking is is if. I mean, all I need is what eighteen hundred bucks. And yeah. Two, let's call it twenty two hundred dollars for sake of convers for sake of conversation for everything. Mm-hmm. Find a space. Mm-hmm. Bring it up to code. Yep. Start bringing in, of course, who I represent. Yeah. 
via my current distribution oh. channel. And those <laughs> yeah. buddies of mine that I, who I enjoy, who, what juice they represent, and start from there. So you're talking about taking advantage of the law, basically. Uh, uh, the, the cla- yeah. The, no, no, no. The class one, so you're talking about sourcing, like, barrels from I would I would source, so, I would source my so own So what brand. he's saying is that, what if, I think what you're saying yeah, is yeah, that, go. what if Union Horse said, hey, Wilson, Wilson, you could be your own distributor, your own whiskey distillery, and say, we'll give you the barrels, but still Union Horse juice. Union Pony. Union Pony. The Pony Express. The White Pony. pony. Oh. The, white, the White Horse. That's a song by the band Orgy. Um, <laughs> Laid back. But, no, but like, circa what? But someone could say, like, hey, like, we're going to set you up as your own distillery, yeah. give you the juice, and, and apply as an Illinois distiller. I, I, for the sake of this, um, for the sake of conversation, like, yeah, they could do that, but also that's such like a crazy journey to make. But I mean, it is it's it to make inroad? No, 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 it's not because if, if Wilson would do that for his company and say, I will be your, you know, essentially third party company. I'm your yeah. depot. The money, a the, broker, the, I'm your basically. Depot. The money, yeah, the money much. goes back to the distillery in Kansas. And they could say, hey, we're going to be a silent partner, if you will. Sure. Um, in part of this distillery in Illinois, mm-hmm. set up their distilling license. The juice is already there, so it's already provided. I say go for it. I, yeah. That doesn't threaten me at all. No, it's not yeah. anybody. You're talking to Wilson Torres. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know I what I'm saying? Speaking I don't, from a guy who might know. be taking a job with the Australian distillery, <laughs> I think it's great for craft distilleries no, on a small scale that, to grow. I think it's great for distilleries like yourself to have the options to expand as well, if you want to. And you don't have to, obviously. No. But... If you get a class... If you remain... Uh, the default thing would to be remain a class, uh, class 2 distiller, mm-hmm. nothing will change for you, okay. practically. So if you're already a class 2, you're already class two, So you're already... You're if you're already a craft distiller, ultimately... There will be you will that license designation will be gone. Okay. You'll either be a class one or class two, but you'll you'll be so able to most default. Most existing will be class two. Yes, you'll be the default direction is class two, and if you stay in class two and operate as is, nothing nothing will change it okay. for you. All right. I just think that considering that there is no limit. I mean, because people think just because I have a full time job, I can't have another job. Yeah. Right, you dig what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. hear you saying. And so, you have I'm two full time jobs with Union Horse and as a male model. Yeah, true. So, Good point. Yeah. yeah, so you disproved that notion already. Right. And this podcast hope, is a yeah. third. Yeah, I mean, seriously, think about it. I mean, there is no law about you having more than one job. Yeah. Regardless of how many hours you work. It's called America? Yeah, exactly. Home of. Is the there any country free? where you can only have one job? Yeah, it's called Iraq. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ouch. What? ISIS? Really? Oh, 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 oh. No, no, in no, we're not. We're, we don't go political <laughs> in this conversation. But you're right. It's but seriously, a, yeah. I mean, what what would ref, what would hold someone back from taking advantage of this? Uh, go for it. I, I that's uh, all right. See, well, you it, say go for it. You say it in such like good luck, motherfucker. No, but, I mean, I'm I'm serious though. That's the you know, um. But the whole I'm, point is that you can't have the money, the capital to do it is so expensive. Exactly. And, and also, right. the overhead. And or, also, um, well, the sp- it's the space. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It's, it's the space. space. But what would stop the Take, brewer, what would stop the breweries from doing it? Get an distilling license. Yeah, and then you already have your brew pub. Two brothers already out in the world. Yeah. Do, do it. Yeah, um, so. I, I'm all in favor of like you know uh, th- that's how these things get. 
ironed out and honed and like the Iron Throne and Iron Throne and impaled with a gigantic spear. Mm. That's w- w- the way the. This is all a process. We're not. (laughs) This bill is not um, intended to be like the last legislative move to ICBA ever. So where do you want to go from here? Where do the craft distillers want to go? This is a phenomenal start, though. Yes, thank you. It is. is. Somebody who's camp with the craft distilling inside the Illinois state and also within the industry. This is amazing, amazing headway for what's what's coming. We want distilleries in Illinois, large, medium, and small, to have the tools to grow to their business model. Mm -hmm. We can't have members in efforts to expand, close up shop. No. Like, that's what happened to Tailwinds. Mm. You know, um, J.K. Williams in Peoria, I think, recently closed. Wonder Tucky. Yeah, Wonder Tucky closed over the past couple years. Like, we just can't, we can't lose more members of the community. Well, it's also... We have to, uh, ha- we have to allow people the tools to be successful. Yeah. And this also, actually, this headway that you guys have made so far here in Illinois, I think actually, I mean, all kidding aside, not that I'm not kidding about opening something myself, but I think it really does invite others to Illinois. Mm to begin this, this, this journey. Yeah, you're right. I, it, I, I truly feel it's like, yeah. hey, come here because mm-hmm. we've got shit in motion to mm-hmm. help you bring and distill or whatever it is your, yeah. your plan is. It, it, it's welcomed here. It helps because also because we have such a large drinking market here that already invites the local craft distilleries this is true. that you could possibly be one of those to catch on to it. But what is the cost of moving your operation to Chicago, to Illinois? Because you're going to be close. You're moving that 80-mile range of Chicago. I mean, you're probably going to be even closer. But yeah. we've seen the breweries expand from the city out to the suburbs in the last mm-hmm. six, seven years. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have done a great job. So does that take the drinking market outside of Chicago, or does it bring more back into Chicago overall? Oh, that's tough to say. That's really. interesting. That's a very good, interesting. Uh, it's a very good perspective, but in a sense where not to neglect the suburban no, people of, of drinking, because that's no. where some of our sales really lend their hand too. Right. Um, but, but there are still. I. I, per, yeah, I mean, Matt, you and I are on the road a lot, and mm-hmm. we see these actual mm-hmm. spaces. Um, I sit in Beguile all day. <laughs> I. Th- it's just a lack of education. That, yes, one hundred percent. And that's where those events come into play, where you're out and yeah. educating the public. There's more out there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's sitting at Benny's on a Saturday afternoon. It's going to these public events mm-hmm. that are fundraisers, maybe if you will, and talking about your product, making sure you have somebody there that's very uh, knowledgeable of your product and knowledgeable of what you can do with it, how to drink it, how to sip it, how to make yeah. cocktails, yeah. how to enjoy it. Essentially, as a as a as a whole as a company, because if you don't have people out there supporting your product when it comes to the suburbs where you're going to apply more, more, more bottle-based versus here in the city is probably more cocktail-based, more right. pour-based. Yeah. Pour um, it's difficult to expand as a company. In, in the it's, suburbs, too, you have a lot of folks um, who tend to be more brand-loyal as well. Mm. Sister. So yeah, doing sister. your... Because we don't go out It's there. more accessible. Right, exactly. You don't You're go out there. I don't go out there as often as uh, maybe we no, should. I, I mean, if you all the time. Soccer <laughs> your, your footwork, um, I, I tend to see it, see it this way. Like, your um, 
more likely to hit something, hit um, an opportunity in the suburbs with a shotgun than a rifle, you know? You just kind of have to do the footwork and, like, you kind of have to do the fork and just go in places and knock on doors. Yeah, this is um, true. With Chicago, well, I mean, this still, is... Still, still. Still, I mean, still. You, you still do the footwork, still. but um, just because it is kind of a more closed... Um, Kind of secular, secular, um, secular, circular, circular. Uh, movement of like bartenders and buyers through places. Oh, yeah. You tend to, yeah. you tend Turn to have over. more information, a lot more information on a place you're about to go in than in the suburbs. Yeah. That's true. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you can have more accuracy in Chicago when you're doing cold calls and pitching true. and stuff. Yeah. In the suburbs, you don't really have that because a lot of these places. Um, uh, one family's owned them for 20 years. Either it's a bar or a restaurant or a liquor yeah. store. Yeah. And the owner's there 80 hours a week. Yeah. And and also... But it doesn't take away from their knowledge. No, not no, at all. Not but at it's all. also a different... It, it, but it also um, changes your pitch a lot of the times, too. It's kind of off-subject, but... Um, yeah. I A little tip for people who are in sales and stuff like that, you know, when you're talking to... A guy who has owned the spot for 20 years and who's there 80 hours a week. R- remember this too, that when they're purchasing booze from a distributor, they're writing their check out of their paycheck mm. or out of their out of their own out of their yeah. own wallet, out of their own bank account. Yeah. It's not like a corporate bank account a lot. So your pitch has to be, you know, I mean, it has to be more nuanced. It has to be more personal. It's actually more story than anything. Yeah, yeah. it is. It was, have, and it was about the distillers too. Yeah. Absolutely. It's Where we're all coming from. Story. Yeah, it's a family-owned operation. It's more story. I agree. As you further as you go out from your central, you know, here in Chicago, obviously Chicago, that's it. Mm-hmm. But as you go on any north, west, or south, yeah. you know, it's more about story. Why yeah. do? Why should I write you that check? Yeah. yeah. And... Why should I take? Why should yeah, I? This is an investment, a yeah, personal I'm investment. Like, oh, this has tell me, to, I'm not going to lose on this. Yeah, exactly. Why should I care? You know, you know yeah. why should I care about There's no this? Corporation and, behind there it. Exactly. We're in yeah. Chicago. In with, Chicago, you can be like, hey, help me out. Put a couple of bottles on your back bar. Sure, and no problem. Like, we'll go. I got yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. You're gonna come back to at least train your staff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah okay, of course. Cool. Thank yep. You. Yep. See you at Bocce Ball on Sunday. Yeah. You know. Ooh, I love Bocce Ball. I love Bocce Ball. But it's that it's that kind of thing, you know. We. Um, yeah, yeah, so... No, you're right. Yeah. Um, That's a good point, though, Jake. It's a very good point that you make, because um, you earlier were talking about... Touching fingers. Yeah. Um, but reaching out to those more independent retailers yeah. that we that we are, are here still in existence in Chicago, and shout out to all of them, you know, for doing as well as they have and keeping the doors open as well as they have and serving their immediate neighborhoods. Yes. Yeah. But as you go out further into the suburbs, there are far few between them. So it makes it that much more important to give them support. And that yeah. is all they ask. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I love your stuff. Just do tasting just for do me. Tasting. Just be yeah. my buddy. Yeah, at least you know? once every other month. Or yeah, just give exactly. me two hours yeah. today. You know, yeah, it's just, exactly. you know, it's... And they're and because they've got the reach, and, and yeah. support's what we're all looking for. I think Correct. in this whole entire industry is that yeah. when it comes to this whole bill, when it comes to breaking down the two parts of the distillery from one to two, it's all about how can we build this community, how yep. can we build it together, yeah. um, how can you help me, how can I help you? And it's not necessarily a selfish 
platform to have. It's a, it's a, real, it's a realistic platform to have right. because Very people true. all want to make their money. We a lot of distilleries around this area make some high quality whiskey, including Very. the both of you twos. Thank yous. And Thank you. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you. none of you have nothing to do with it. Gracias. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's, it's it's awesome to see the expansion of not just. Illinois distilleries, but other distilleries on a craft level that want to come into this market because mm-hmm. it's such an important market to be yeah. a, be a be a hold of, and that's why we're here. That's why we're here to spread that community, spread that cheer, spread that spread that love. Absolutely. Hopefully, that all of you can hang out with us. But we'll kind of wrap it up there. Unless there's anything else you two want to add. Oh, I also no called, no showed an event. No, we're gonna <laughs> two right days here. of it. Really, dude? Yeah, this one was less. It, my uh, wife was giving birth. <laughs> oh, to child. Well, that's all right, different. well that's good. Yeah, that's um, we'll cut it yeah. off there. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because yeah, don't worry about that. But um, other than that, it's kind of what we were trying to accomplish is that we're always trying to show that I burned down a building. No, that's not it. You're dark. I shouldn't have paused there. Yeah. That's why Matt will never be invited back to this podcast. <laughs> His voice will never leave my minds. Uh, I live here. Uh, he <laughs> does. Hey, but shout out, seriously, if you guys are looking to try some, uh, try some great whiskeys, come out to uh, Old Crow Smokehouse this Saturday. Uh, next Saturday, I should say, April 20th. Uh, there are still about two dozen tickets still available. You can try at least a good 15 to 20 brands of whiskeys. Matt, are you going to be there? It's Passover, my dear boy. I will not uh, okay. be there. Mm. Well, I still will be because I Wait. don't pass over an opportunity. So, that being go. said, Jake, <laughs> take us home. Um, yeah, so that's where we're going to kind of end you here on this episode. Thanks to Matt for coming out and hanging out with us once again. When he goes back on, we'll try to hit those marks of that's a nice hand, high five. But we'll try to talk about how we all experienced failures inside the whiskey industry and how we helped. When I was about ten, I threw no, a, stop. a baseball in my backyard trying to hit a bird, and I hit it, and I, I felt really bad about it. Is that I, what failures? I had a I had a, I had a goose attack me on running the other day. So did you really? Yeah, different story. That's but he knows um, friends with me. The bird probably. I don't like birds. All right, well, Wilson is at 312 Made. Matt is at official Matt Brown fan, fan club, and he's also a Liverpool supporter, so don't support him at all. We are at Key in the Lake on both Instagram and on Twitter. I'm going to turn their mic off completely so they stop laughing in the background. And you can also find us at keyinthelake.com where you can read some stories, look at some photos, and also listen to the podcast too. But if you want to uh, also help us out expanding this podcast, please listen to us on iTunes rate and review us we have like five on there i'm not sure who actually reviewed us but we appreciate um other than that guys we appreciate all the support big ups to beguile you're all in colorado we broke in here and recorded a podcast on a friday evening before your rehearsals party for some lovely wedding (laughs) other than that guys thanks for listening to us Shout out to cousin Pete who's Shout getting married tomorrow. I'm grandstand homestand. No one can hear no you're no no one can hear you from your microphone. But um, yeah, shout out to cousin Pete getting married this weekend. We are bo- we are bearing a bottle of Pappy 23 tomorrow, Woo! and we are digging it up and drinking it after the wedding. Other than that, shout outs to everybody. We love you. Thanks for listening to Cheers. us. Cheers. Bye. Bye.